Scruffy Audio Network. Okay, good job. Hey, I listened to uh, listen to the start of our other podcast. You guys try to bring some energy this time. You were terrible. Listen, don't even podcast. start. We you can tell terrible. what kind of mood you're in. Oh man, we can tell you've had a bad day or a bad week you know or what? something. Forget you. Hey, welcome jerk. to Why hey, Would You Go There podcast about travel. Up. Do something I'm your different. Host, Troy, and I'm here with my co-host Miriam. Miriam, <laughs> tell us about the special guest you brought today. <laughs> I brought my lovely stubborn husband Lee. <laughs> yeah. And your best friend. Well, lovely and stubborn. Yeah, we made it through all the therapy sessions from last <laughs> week whenever oh, we were recording, and we had all those problems, but Miriam finally got it all fixed, so we're good to go You didn't now, see my Instagram post, which was just uh, two I, pictures, you know, <laughs> pictures people, of you two arguing. pretty fantastic. People tell me all the time, oh, Suggs posted this, or Troy posted that, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, you got to be kidding me. Uh, and I, and they're like, oh, that wasn't you? And I'm like, do you think I would post anything like he posts? No, you can tell which one he posts and which ones I post. Uh, so why don't you, to start out, tell people where they can uh, where they can find us. All right. So we are on Facebook and Instagram, uh, which Troy runs. So if there's anything inappropriate on there, obviously that's him. <laughs> and why would and, you go there? And why would you go there? And uh, on Twitter, uh, if you want to see some lovely content, beautiful pictures, obviously you can follow us at why would you go? That's, yeah. that's what and I And Miriam, plug, plug yourself. I, plug yourself, I, Miriam. <laughs> don't say that. We talked about this last time. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Travels with Miri. Yeah, and if you want to know more about everything that is Troy, you can go to my website, <laughs> troysuggs.com. Oh God, uh, and also, follow me on Twitter at, at Age of Decision. That's the new book that's coming out, I hope, sometime next year. Ooh, yeah. so. has nothing finished. to do with our podcast. Yeah, applause. But, hey, yeah. Applause. hey applause. applause, Ben. Ben, applause. go back to sleep. Don't worry. No, don't. Forget it, it yeah, now. Thank you, it. And we have all thank these cool you. sounds. Run through the sounds for folks. They're, they're oh super gosh. interested in them. Oh, Yay. yeah. There we well, go. Okay. We've already That's lost it. half of our listeners. Uh, are you I kidding? I guess at least they downloaded it. What do you mean our listeners? That's mine and Miriam's <laughs> listeners. This is our <laughs> podcast now. From your 13 followers on Facebook or something? <laughs> oh, man. I swear, this is a 70s sitcom waiting to happen. I cannot oh. wait for it. Oh. Well, uh, I have a question. Yeah, what is that? What are we talking about today? Today, we this is part two of a three-part series. Part two. Part two. Of a twa series, <laughs> twa part series, <laughs> yeah, uh, about the Australia about Australia. Yeah. So Sweet. first set uh, session one was about cans, cans. Yes, cans. It was about cans. Yeah. Uh, and session and two. If is you haven't about, listened to that, go back and listen. Oh, yeah. If you want to hear Miriam and I argue, uh, it was great. It's great entertainment. I'm hoping to get more Hopefully of that. Hopefully, she's time. fixed everything that she did wrong last time, <laughs> which I, was I, a lot. You should have stopped lot. with. Hopefully, she's fixed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just left it there. I'm so glad Hopefully she's fixed. You're so, you're so great. Thanks. Uh, and now, so this one is about. What's about the, the outback. outback? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That, that's exciting. Um. Did, so, tell me. <laughs> I want to know, is this is the outback the same as the bush? Because they they call they say the bush a lot. They do, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the outback is the same. It is. It is the okay. same. So I feel like I would prefer calling it the bush. Okay. Yeah. And so we can call so it. Let, the yeah, bush. yeah. Everybody would prefer bush to outback. Yes. Okay. Yes. So let's let's go with the bush. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about the bush today. Uh, Miriam, okay. Do you have anything you want to add? Uh, Oh, I mean, I have a lot to say, but I don't... Yeah, so let's talk about it. So, you know, for those of you that don't know, which is probably most people, uh, you know, there's several different territories in in Australia, and the outback is huge. I mean, it's in a lot of areas. And it covers more than just Queensland. mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, well, so this is actually the Northern Territory. Yes. Okay. So Northern Territory. Uh, Man, that sounded great. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. But... Uh, it that's where we went. We went to Alice Springs and Uluru. Did you get some chicken? That's what they have at the Outback. Alice Springs chicken. They do yeah. actually. You're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, you were you were waiting for Ben to give. I you was. The, Damn the it, Ben. <laughs> yeah. 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 Come on. Yeah. And the, your delay was almost as good as his joke. So. <laughs> good job to both of you all. <laughs> okay. The good news is, I think I'm funny. That is you. <laughs> <laughs> definitely do all right yeah. so yeah so we got to alice springs and loved his little little quaint airport uh it's one of those that you know it's it's 
gosh, you know, Knoxville has a small airport. It's like it's a fourth. Even, yeah. I mean, it's like um, a fourth tiny, of the size tiny. of Knoxville. Like Panama City Airport or something. Well, probably. no, they probably have like six flights a day. Something like that. I mean, oh, wow. it's really tiny. I'm I shocked. think they had more, actually. Oh. It seemed like they yeah. did. But, know. you know, they didn't have anywhere. You don't walk onto a concourse. I mean, you you walk out into uh, the... Tarmac. Tarmac, yeah. So you just walk up and then walk up the steps. So that's kind of cool. Um, so I like that airport when we flew in. You know, it was a few-hour flight because it's so far. Uh, you know, we talked about this previously. Australia seems like it's not huge, but it's huge. Uh, so we had to take a, a few hour flight to get there. Huge, huge. Yeah. So, uh, do you know Troy? Do you know anything about the outback or Northern Territory? Like, have I know you heard they of call anything? It the bush. Yeah, they do. <laughs> have you heard of Alice? Oh, good job. Have you heard of Alice Springs before? Uh, yeah, I told you. I've eaten the outback. <laughs> good point. It's chicken with chicken cheese is on open. it. It's, it's chicken with cheese on it. Come on, of course I've heard of it. I assume that it's the spring, and that Alice found it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I want to tell you about it a little bit, which I know Miriam did, but I'm going to interject because obviously my content is better. Uh, (laughs) It's probably all lies. Yeah, so it it kind of became a big city. So even though it's it's not like a big city, it's the biggest city there. Six flights into it every day. It's the the biggest city there. So it's 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 the third nowhere. It's the third largest town in the Northern Territory. Yeah, which there's not really. Yeah, Darwin small. is. Darwin and Adelaide are the two largest. Okay. Yep. Uh, but it, <laughs> but it became a bigger, a, a big city, or I guess the biggest city in that area, uh, because of World War II, uh, and it was a, a depot base and like a railway hub. Uh, during that time. And when the Japanese bombed Darwin, you know, the biggest, right? Well, I don't know if it's the biggest. I assume it's the biggest. Maybe Adelaide is. Uh, a lot of a lot of people in the military kind of moved south into the Alice Springs area. Uh, so it's not on the effectively coast. Effectively the desert. Mm-hmm. No, okay. it's, it, it is, is literally actually, desert. Okay. It is roughly the center of Australia. When you say oh, bush, really? you see one, I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have <you're> married. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. This is the kind of stuff that is on. Ben, do not encourage. Do not encourage, Ben. This is the kind of stuff that's on Facebook and Instagram, but you'll never see it on Twitter. <laughs> so I apologize. And that may have been over the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shock. But anyway, yeah, so uh I mean it, it it's desert and they yeah. call it the red center because you fly and you know, you're flying we were flying for hours and you know, for an hour or two all you see is just dust, you know, not much of anything. Uh and same thing that we'll probably talk about our drive too. Uh but Alice Springs was very populated, you know, it's a pretty populated area for out there and um it has uh anything you wanted to add about alice springs i guess the city yes you wanted to talk about it a lot go ahead well i mean i just have the list of things to do there so not specifically alice springs but one thing they're really known for and i've actually never seen this show but um kangaroo dundee Mm -hmm. it's a documentary on nat geo or bbc uk and um he it's based out of this kangaroo sanctuary, which is in Alice Springs. And so you can go at dusk and you go and you find the kangaroos and you can, you hold, them, the you can hold them. <laughs> um, we didn't get a chance to do that because we flew in late. We only had one afternoon there, basically. Yeah, so we were like, what are too, we going to... Which didn't help. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't do that. But that's one of the... If you trip advisor, it's probably yeah. the top thing. I trip advisored... Advised... Trip advi- <laughs> How do you say that? Trip advisored... Sure. I trip. I searched TripAdvisor. <laughs> uh, I think that's how you say it. Uh, for things to do in the outback. Uh, yeah. And the two top things were like dinosaur museums. Mm. So did you see anything about dinosaur museums out there? I don't remember seeing anything, but I definitely saw some of that stuff, you know, before we were left, before uh, okay. we left and we were researching stuff. So I'm, I'm sure that there's tons of stuff around. Yeah. And you just said, who cares? Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Um, there's a, let's see, they do camel tours out into the desert so you can see the sunset or have a picnic. Um, a lot of the touristy stuff is really geared towards getting you out of the little town and into the actual out desert. desert. Yeah. Um, so we can kill you. Also, didn't do a camel <laughs> tour. And then the other big thing they have there is the Alice Springs Desert Park, which is actually a conservation facility. So, which somebody wanted to go to. 
mentioned it multiple times, but kept getting shot down. Just saying. So tell us all about it, Miriam. Since um, it's just a good mix since of you didn't go. plants, yeah. plants, yeah. birds, and animals, and they have like the um, the bird shows with the birds fly across, and then they oh, have man, a, that sounds great. They have a, yeah, it does a nocturnal building that you go in that has all the nocturnal animals. How cool is that? Um, yeah. And they do like guided tours, which you know how Lee is about guided tours, and I'm pretty sure you have to do a guided tours. So that's one of the reasons why we didn't go there because I knew he would be upset about it that's not i don't mind guided tours i just don't listen to what people say there's a yeah, difference okay. i'll still walk around with a group as long as i can see what i want to see also it closed at like six o'clock and we got there at five and it was like forty dollars a person for an hour that seems Man. a bit but steep. yeah so it's so a wildlife like park it has several yeah. different you just know saying. places that you can you know different hikes or walks i guess that you walk through so uh it was it was highly rated uh yeah. and for everybody but if we would have yeah if we would have had more time I, I think if we would have had more time it probably would would have been the next thing that we would have done. Um, but uh, the one the one major thing or, or the area that I wanted to talk about the most in, in that general vicinity was the uh, McDonald ranges. You know, there's an east I and west. I thought you were going to say McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Because you yeah, love talk McDo- about that. Love some McDonald's in foreign countries. I really do. I mean, I don't know I if do I too, love it. Actually. It just happens. Yeah. It just happens. I guess because it's just something I know. And it happened and like on this you know, trip. Just, uh, it did. Yeah. Yeah. Like twice. Well, that's because. Are you talk, still talking about McDonald's? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so, but yeah, you know what's interesting is we didn't really talk about this the last place, but a lot of the places closed early. And one time, I wanted to go to a grocery store and get something to cook because um, we had a kitchen. Yeah, and the. You know, the grocery store was closed at 6 o'clock. You've got to be kidding me. Nope, not That's kidding That's like the Midwest all. in this country. Remember that? <laughs> That's true. Every restaurant shuts down at 8 o'clock at night? <laughs> yep, yep. Oh. And so we went miserable. to a sushi place, like right across the street. Thinking, oh, okay, that is cool. what it you was... want is sushi in the desert. Well, well this is a different area. Okay. But yeah. It was like 627. They're like, sorry, we're closing at 630. So there, here's some leftover sushi if Which you want what I ate. to pick from that. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not eating the leftover sushi yeah. for the day. And wait a minute. So I went to McDonald's. So they closed. They're closing a restaurant at six thirty-seven mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Yeah. What time do these people get up? Do they oh. eat dinner at I, four o'clock? They eat brekkie. Yeah. What, no, what time they're they? Not, they're not. They didn't. The ones that we noticed, they weren't getting up and going. You know, at, at yeah, like four or five in the morning. I mean, it, brekkie so, seemed like a little late. This is so strange to me. But yeah, yeah. well, I mean, you know. we eat dinner six seven o'clock here. Yeah, Europe. Eight nine o'clock. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the further east you go, the earlier you eat dinner because they're eating dinner at uh, four o'clock in the afternoon or something. That is kind of strange. All right. So what else about so, Alice Springs? Well, so like Lee said, there's these McDonald ranges, an East McDonald range and a West McDonald range. So um, it had been highly recommended that we go see these ranges. So um, we the West McDonald range is 400 miles long, and we actually, that's what we decided that first day we got there. We had the afternoon. We said, we're going to drive as much as we can of this range. So basically, you're driving through the desert, and then there's this mountain range off in the distance. Oh, cool. And yeah, it's really cool. There's different um, stops along the way that you can do. Um, there's one called Simpsons Gap, which is actually a gap in the in the mountain range. It's like okay. a, a big... Yeah. Yeah. And so it's pretty cool because you can walk up and um, you can see through. You can't get to it to go. There's water in front of it. So you can't actually go to the other side. So it's this whole like, I wonder what's on the other side through the gap because you can't get to it. You you can walk around, but it's a long walk. But yeah, it's it's basically like two rock foundations where they, they, they don't quite meet. And they leave a little gap, and there's this, you know, the water's there in front of it. Uh, so it's kind of cool. It offers a great picture because you can see this kind of gap, and, uh, and then the water kind of flowing in front, or not flowing, I guess, because it's yeah. stagnant, but, you know, the water in front of it. And, uh, you know, what's great about what we did about these West McDonald ranges is we were there late in the afternoon. So. Almost everywhere we went to see these places, it was very minimal tourists. And when we went, you know, it was in August, which is their winter time. So it was great. I mean, it started getting a little cool in the afternoons. Yeah, you know, the highs were during the day were probably eighty. Oh, that's degrees Fahrenheit, yeah. eighty-five, something yeah, like that. That's that's their winter. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then, the, but the lows, you know, were getting down to probably the 
low thirties, maybe even okay, upper twenties. That's, yeah. that's cool. That's a huge swing. It was how do you, big. It was how do you really hard to pack. Yeah, yeah it was, I was, it was freezing difficult. all so, the time. Yeah. So during the day, I mean, it's, it's obviously fine. Yeah. And one thing I'll point out is there were tons of flies too. I mean, oh. we, we passed these people wearing these fly masks, like literally a mask over their entire face. And Miriam and I are like, what are these people doing? These idiots, yeah. you know, just looking at them, just kind of laughing, you know, thinking these goofy people. Yeah. After a few hours, we're like, oh my gosh, I would pay a hundred dollars for one of those right now. <laughs> and what's really sad is I've done, when we got back, I did more research on it. That wasn't even like fly season. So yeah. the, yeah. the 10 flies that were bothering me, apparently certain times of year, it's like, you will have 60 flies on your face. And oh. I was like, no. Yeah, you guys are really selling Australia. Well, you just got to pick and choose when you go. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. or you got to wear a cool mask. Never. Maybe you can have a good Darth Vader mask you can wear. Yeah, yeah, but it's eighty degrees outside. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, The other thing I wanted to add about Simpsons Gap is on the as you're walking up to it, there's like rocks that have fallen, and um, they're known for having this specific wallaby or rock wallaby, and they're I guess kind of going extinct or they're endangered and so we sat there and i was like there's no animals here and then i look up and i was like lee look at that i think i think there's one up there and sure enough there is this wallaby just standing up there staring down at us oh, that's cool I did mean, you get a picture of it or no it was really far away so yeah, i think I mean, we did yeah, but, but you, you probably can't, really can't see it, see it. and it's it so blends far. it i mean it looks like a, a rock basically but that was pretty cool so that was our first stop which was it was a pretty cool place yeah this is all part of the west mcdonald ranges i mean yeah. there, there were there's Pro, well, there's probably more than this, but I think there's like 10 kind of highlight areas or something like that, okay. give or take a few. Uh, and we were able, before it got dark, we were, we were able to get to, what, four or five? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we just tried to pick and choose. You're going along there, and are you trying to find some place to stay, at, or did you have some a destination already? So. We had a place to stay. Uh, In Alice had, Springs. They actually had several hotels there, so they were all pretty, you know, pretty standard hotels, uh, which we can't say about the next place, you know, that <laughs> yeah. we stayed as much. But uh, the, the Alice Springs area was, you know, like I said, pretty heavily, heavily populated, so uh, so there was a lot there. Uh, but, yeah, we, we were just trying to get... So we were doing well, a couple hours out, and then we were doing a couple hours yeah, back. Because basically. I mean, it's something like if you're if you're doing the whole thing, it's probably going to take you at least two days. And depending on how much you want to hike, you know, it yeah. could take you three or four how days. About I mean, you could do a ton, how about none? Ton if you want to hike none, then it could probably take you a day. <laughs> well, you would like this though, because a lot of these you park, and then the hike is maybe. 10 to 15 minutes to get oh but yeah, it's flat to yeah. get to where the site is and then you stay there for a few minutes take your pictures and then you head back so yeah, it's not i can do that a lot there are other hikes you can do that are actual hikes but most of these are set up pretty easily so yeah you can a do lot it. of the places here and in, in the rest of the outback that we'll talk about in a little bit they they did they had like straight line hikes right. or walks or whatever yeah 10 15 20 minutes sometimes and then they also had hey here's the roundabout way yeah <laughs> if you want to do a walkabout right <laughs> and uh it's like two miles you know or or whatever it may be or you can walk all the way around and it's this so that was it's kind of cool so you can Do they use miles it. or kilometers kilometers, kilometers. for yes. sure okay. yeah kind of, and that's why i said fahrenheit earlier because you know they use celsius over there yeah. just like everybody else except yeah. for us yeah uh so yeah so the next place we went um, it's called Ellery Creek Big Hole. And basically it's a big, huge water hole right in front of the, the mountains with another gap behind it. And we walk up and th- this girl comes down and she takes off this blanket and she's got a bathing suit on and she just gets in the water. Now, mind right, you. Man, I'm telling you, you had my interest peaked. She just <laughs> takes off this blanket and she's got, and it's bathing suit. Let me tell you, it, <laughs> he told you that, you know, it gets kind of cool. So at this point, the sun was going down. It probably was like air temperature was maybe 50s low 50s and you know the water she was ready for the plunge though what well, yeah she i mean no hesitation she got in and lee's like i, I wish i brought my bathing suit i, I would yeah, do that you would. and i was like there's yeah. not a chance i would do it so she uh, said he, no he was he meant he would have went and swam with oh, her. That's what he was talking oh. about. i wish i brought my bathing suit man mm-hmm. so you know you would think with it being in the desert you know maybe it gets hot but the, the the uh, rock formations around it, you know, basically keep the sun from getting too much. Yeah. yeah. All day, essentially every day. Well, maybe not all day, but essentially all throughout the day there it's blocking the light. So it's never really seeing direct sunlight. And yeah, I mean, you know, you can just look at it. It is fifties probably at that point, maybe, maybe in the low sixties, 
you can tell that it's cool out there. And so we talked to her after I was like, I got to know, you know, how, how cold was it? And she was like, yeah, it was pretty cold. Yeah. Uh, but she was said she, she Australian? did these. No, I don't know where she, she was. I think she was from maybe like Europe or somewhere. Cause she said that she did these other, like whatever they're called polar plunges or ice plunges, whatever she said they were, uh, which is a thing yeah. apparently. Uh, and, and she named off a couple other different places. And I said, well, how did, how does this, you know, rank, how does this compare? And she's like, yeah, it's, it's up there with it. But she said that she's even been in places that, you know, like snow all around, like yeah. it's snowing outside and stuff. So, uh, the fact that she was pretty cold obviously said something. So, of oh, wow. course, I said, you know what? Let it's me not show dead. how yeah. tough I am. So, yeah, so I took my shoes and socks off and kind of walked out there. And Man, it was, I, you know, living here in East Tennessee, there's the Smoky Mountains. So, you know, river water, you grew up swimming in some of this river water around here. And, yeah, it, it, it was cold. The river water here is cold. Yeah, it was cold. I mean, it, it was, I, I couldn't imagine being fully underwater. Uh, that, that would be pretty Your cold. Feet I mean, tingling? I basically got up to, yeah. So there was like a, a little island part, you know, after you walk through the water for, I don't know, 15, 20 feet. So I stood on the island for a half a second. And of course, the wind, you know, is blowing. And I'm like, man, this is cold. Uh, and I'd only went up to yeah. like essentially my calves, you know. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, okay, I got to walk back. And, you know, when I walk back, it's all rock and stuff. So I'm walking and that's just like, because my feet are cold. I'm yeah. like, man, this little dagger's just daggering me the whole time. But it, it was it was cold. It, it could have been the coldest water I've ever been in, at least past like touching my finger and, you know, or my yeah. toe or something. So, but it was pretty cool. Uh, and it, it offered some pretty cool pictures too because it's another body of water uh between you know two huge rock formations and uh kind of almost like the mountains so um sweet yeah Miriam. well the, the next place we went was that day was probably my favorite place we went that day and one of my favorite places we went that in all of the bush oh yeah um <laughs> it was the uh a serpent, serpentine memorable. gorge. Oh yeah, you want a serpentine gorge in the bush? There is that is so, definitely what's happening. <laughs> this was when it was basically it was getting to be dusk, which was a little bit scary because I was like, we're about to walk, do this little walk, and we don't know where we are, you know, anything. So we park, we walk out, and you get to the what's supposed to be like the the attraction, and it's supposed to be this gorge of water and on the other side they say it's where animals and the people meet because the animals are protected because you can't get through this gorge to them but they'll come up and drink water and you can see them you didn't see any oh no like there's like no water i mean it's like the smallest amount the gorge is like dried up at this point yeah. there was not much and so we both were like well that's kind of lame dry riverbed so yeah. we go to walk back and we see that there's a trail that goes like i mean straight up all these stairs to go to the top in like an overlook yeah. and it was it was a hard it was actually a pretty hard walk i'm sure it, for real hikers it wasn't but for yeah. us i was like that was pretty tough for one of us <laughs> and it just had some of the most breathtaking views over this the desert because yeah, the I sun mean, was going down the colors were so pretty yeah. um you know how cool. in the desert whenever you see the the sun kind of turn or the you know, the sky, it starts turning from blue to kind of yeah. a lighter blue. And then sure. you start seeing the shades of pink. And uh, that that's kind of where we were at. And it was it was steep. I mean, it, it wasn't like a super easy hike. Uh, a lot of stairs. But it, it did have a lot of stairs. But it it definitely gave you a great overlook of, well... <laughs> essentially the desert you know so very you know very flat area but it, it gave you a great overlook and it was it was it was cool it probably was my favorite part of that area cool. too very cool it uh, was also terrifying because lee decided he needed to uh, climb up on the rocks you know yeah. that like there's a barrier and he's like well the barriers don't apply to me you know how that's not true the barrier wasn't <laughs> so there. so he climbs up these rocks nope, and he nope. You okay. need to say the barrier you, was to the side the rocks yeah. were open so to be able lee to climb didn't cross on. any barrier so don't yeah so he starts climbing up there and he said, what are the chances you'll climb up here too? And I said, not a chance. And he said, we'll just come up here for a picture. Not, yeah, like, not a chance. I'm not. Selfie. And he yeah. said, well, take some pictures of me up here. And I was like, you <laughs> That's need. That's how people die. I said, <laughs> I said that to him. I said, you need to come right down right now. This is how people die. And he basically was like, give me my camera. And so I left. I was like, I'm done. I'm not. Yeah. If you fall Listen. and die, it's on you because I've told you to get down. So <laughs> This is so <laughs> dramatic. 
Go ahead. <laughs> so this leads to, though, on my walk back down, like, by myself. Crying. Uh, no, I'm not crying. I'm just like, I hope he doesn't die, but if he does, it's, I'm just you know. going to go home. <laughs> yeah. If he does, he's so, got the keys, so I guess I'm stranded out here. <laughs> oh, I'll go find your body on the ground and get them. So um, so I started, I started walking down, and likely said, there was no one at any of these spots. So this yeah. one, literally not another car there. It is the most You think you would have had to eat his body? Like eat his dead body? <laughs> yeah. You think you would have had to to survive until somebody showed up? Yeah. The next day? Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was no, but it was like this moment of, com- I've never been anywhere that has been that quiet. Creepy. I didn't, I, I, but it was, it was creepy, but it also was this. Peaceful? Yes. It was so peaceful. It was. Like I, I couldn't so hear peaceful. Lee because he was up at the top of the mountain. There were. I, I was doing so cartwheels what, on so the side of the rocks. What apparently. you're saying basically is, Anytime you can get away from Lee, it's peaceful. <laughs> it, you, it wouldn't have been peaceful if he had been there, but he wasn't. So it was just you so, were living your best life. Just to be clear, I mean, you know, I'm not climbing on a rock that's like a jagged rock where I'm just like barely holding on. I mean, it is a flat rock that out stretches out over the canyon, you know, over over the gorge, and I am easy five feet from it. It, you know, from the edge, like there is no danger there. I mean, the the danger That's what those I would Instagrammers have to have, say who die. Yeah. Okay, you're being so dramatic. But, <laughs> but let me. So again, it was the coolest. It was the. <laughs> it was the most traumatizing, but yet coolest. <laughs> no, thing ever. like I, there's the silent, the complete and utter silence. I've never been yeah, anywhere was. where I've never heard another sound. I mean, I it it was really a moment for me. So it was pretty cool. So it's probably why it was my favorite place we went to. I have the perfect gift for her for Christmas. Earplugs. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently she loves yeah. silence. Just get her some earplugs. Yeah. But no, it, it, it did offer some great scenery. Uh, and that was, again, the sun going down just kind of made it even yeah. better. I, I'm, I'm sure it would have been great without the sun going down. But just the, the colors changing. I got a few pictures Sweet. of those. You know, we'll yeah. post those. Oh, of course. Um, but yeah. And what then, else? you know, there's several other gorges that, uh, there was Hugh Gorge, Ormiston George, Gorge, and Red Bank Gorge too. So there's t- tons of gorges out there. Uh, so it, it's just a place you can lots of just nature get. Yeah, yes. you can get lost. You can be out there, and you know the later you wait in the day, then you know the the more likely you're going to be able to avoid some of those tourists. And uh, you know we only had one spot, which was where the girl was uh, jumping in the jumping in. The lake. in. There, there was a there was a group of younger guys there um i don't know if they were like they were probably middle school maybe something like that uh but what were they doing out there well there's a sports, there's a sports was, team they yeah, were all I together think it was, i mean they were grown-ups with them you know oh, a handful oh, of grown-ups okay, with them okay. but um they left like almost as soon as we got there and i can only imagine i mean this how place often does is that probably happen overrun how often does it happen <laughs> all <Yeah>. the time <laughs> Which, yeah so what else do you want to talk about with the that's all I've got McDonald for that. McDonald ranges, That's you know, all and, I've got. and there's several other ones that we didn't actually get to go to. I mean, but what's crazy is they, you know, they they almost seem kind of close because you're in the desert. But yeah, it's like okay, we're gonna have to drive 45 minutes to get to this next one. Okay, this one's yeah. an hour. You know, some of them it's like sure. 20, 30 sure. minutes. But uh, so, and then you still got to hike. So it's going to take you a, a, a good amount of time. But all right, but what's next? What's highly next recommend that West McDonald Range. So, are you done with Alice Springs? Uh, please so, be, yeah. okay. please be. So from your problem? So from there, um, we were driving to Uluru, yeah, which is um, the the big rock out in the desert that everyone knows Red about, Center. basically Red Star. So that is about a five hour drive, almost three hundred mile drive from Alice Springs to Uluru. So we knew we'd have to kind of get up and get going the next day to get there. They tell you you shouldn't be on the road in the evening at dusk because of the kangaroos and animals that you can hit. Which that kind the of very thing. first night we were there, we literally drove the entire way back. We from saw that one kangaroo gorge. Yeah. Yeah. And in the dark, you know, and we were like, okay, I'm really going to have to watch the roads because you know, there's probably animals all over the place and crossing. Yeah. We really didn't see nothing many animals. Yeah. We, we were kind of disappointed in that we expected to see animals, you know, like all over the place. Yeah. You said that last podcast. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So we set out on our drive, and um, on the way there, one of the places I had read about that we could go to was Rainbow Valley, which when I pulled up online, it it says it's 12 miles of a dirt unpaved road off the the paved road. You take this 12-mile road to get to Rainbow Valley. When I say it's unpaved, 
There is not. A, you have to have a so four wheel drive. All sand. Sand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, basically sand. They highly recommend you have a SUV or yeah, four wheel drive. drive. Yeah. So we looked it up and we researched it, and it's like, yeah, these. You know, I have this kind of car. I did it. You know, it's fine. This kind of car. I don't know what those people were talking about. Like the drive there. I mean, we. The twelve miles took us. We an hour, I think. Oh, easy. I mean, we probably averaged. Uh, 20 to 25 kilometers an hour oh yeah uh so we were creeping and you know i'm i'm not a slow driver i'm going to drive as fast as i can it's like 10 miles an hour or something yeah Yeah. i mean it was like it was so bumpy that you just couldn't do it and then you know at times we would kind of spin out and almost seem like we were getting stuck so it was it was it was interesting um, I kept saying, maybe we should turn around. I think yeah. we should stop. We should turn. He's well, like, we're halfway know, there now, yeah, so we should just keep going. It's like, oh, okay, well, we've driven for 30 or whatever minutes, uh, and we're halfway there, so why turn around now? Yeah, Well, because you still have halfway to go, Lee. Yeah. You should, probably should turn around. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah. 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 So you get there, and there's this huge rock formation that you can kind of hike around. And it was really, it, we have some pictures. It was really cool. For me personally, I would not do the 12 miles of dirt road for it. It wasn't, to me, it wasn't worth it. Now, if I had a different vehicle, maybe, but in the car we had, no. So I think the other thing for me is it was one of the only places to stop along this five hour drive, like significant area to stop. Uh, So you, I mean, you're, you're literally driving, imagine driving in the Midwest or in Arizona where it's flat as can be. Uh, So you're, you're just driving and driving and driving and there's just not much of anything. Yeah. So it's kind of to break up the trip a little bit. You know, I don't remember. It was maybe an hour outside of Alice Springs. So I thought, yeah, we'll, we'll stop. But, uh, you know, it was pretty. I liked it. I, I think it's if you have a lot of time to kill uh, and the drive doesn't bother you, uh, you and I probably wouldn't love it because yeah. we're not going to like going slow. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, we want to get On wherever saying, we want to yeah, get. Exactly. And I don't like anything in the in the outback. So that's true. Yeah. Except what about for the Alice bush? Springs chicken? Uh, now that if <laughs> yeah that I, I'd be fine with. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it, I mean, I, I I liked it. I'm glad that we did it. Uh, as I was driving it, if you would have asked me if I would do it again, I would have said no in a heartbeat. Uh, but uh, you know, it's, and now it's that you're done, you would say I would not do it again. But I, I would say that. I would. I, I might. It depends on what kind of car I had. But I will say on the drive back, we could go significantly faster. So I don't know if it's how the sand somehow was was laying. Uh, but, yeah, if we went 30 kilometers an hour, I mean, we were getting shook to death, and I feel like I couldn't have control of the car, you know, even such a minimal amount. I was going probably 50 kilometers an hour on, on the way back. Oh, wow. So it, it was significantly different. Cool. So that's it on that. That's right. All right. What's next? Yeah. So, um, Stop trying to rush us. I am definitely I, trying to rush you. You're boring the I'm heck out of me. I'm trying to, too. I'm trying to be moving. So, um, <laughs> You're boring the heck out the of next, all of our listeners right the now. The next place we went, um, it's actually where we spent the night, um, was called Curtain Springs Station. Um, it's about an oh hour out of where our Uluru, which is where the destination was. Right. Um, but it was late in the day, and we'll get to this, but accommodations in Uluru are tough to find. So we found this little... They call it a station. It's a gas station, bathrooms, campground, restaurant, bar, budget accommodations. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It's all of this together at this one place. Um, but it makes it sound big. It's but not. It's big. not. It's, it was, the <laughs> parking lot for the campers and stuff was bigger than about everything else that we all that just got mentioned. It was, it was just, I mean... It's it like was this, awesome. I, I mean, it's like you're out in the middle of nowhere, and it's so desolate, and you don't see anything literally for an hour or two, and then you come across this little you know, gas this, station. Yeah, yeah, effectively, and you know what what you would think in almost like a scary movie where somebody runs out of gas, <laughs> and you're like trying to get wow. there. Yeah. What I hadn't thought about that. No, it's yeah, like, yeah, that, but yeah. I mean, yeah. So I I thought it was awesome, uh, but it was extremely desolate. It was a Cool little accommodations, very simple. Budget. By the way, yeah, uh, mosquitoes. But it's one of the yeah. We we did have to kill probably at least twenty mosquitoes in our in our room, room. <laughs> when we yeah. first walked in the room. That's it was nice. bad. Yeah. Um, just to throw this out there too, the Curtain Springs is actually a working cattle farm. Also, so on top of all this, they run a four thousand head of cattle farm, and it, their property covers about a million acres. Oh yeah! Wow. It's 
Yeah. And they're, they're, that's the only building on that million and acres. that's what we drove yeah. through the entire time to get there. <laughs> the million acres. A million, yeah. acres. A million acres. That's what it felt like. Um, and it was, again, it had this cool, like their little restaurant bar. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's nothing else to do. So, yeah, everybody's out there just kind of chatting it up, just getting to know people. I mean, just kind of living it up. You were know? you the only Americans? No. There were other? No. Yeah. Uh, How many people were there? The, but there were all kinds of other countries, too. I mean... The guy who the guy checked that, us in actually was from Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is interesting. Um, there were a lot of, there probably were only like 20 rooms, but the camping section, there's free camping and then there's paid camping. That probably had, each of those sections probably had 30 cars in it or 30 oh, wow. campers or RVs. So I know you love RVs. So yeah. as you can imagine, you know, we talked about this previously, but camping is huge there. Uh, because you drive for hours and, you know, there's places that you want to, you know, these like West McDonald ranges, you know, you want to stop because you're two you're hours gonna from town, again. three yeah. hours from town. So you just want to stop somewhere. And, that, and that's kind of what this is like. It So there are just all kinds of little RVs, little, little stuff turned to putting a bed in the second half of the car, uh, just to camp in, just to sleep yeah. in. I mean, it, it, it was kind of cool. Um, and they all have, what's cool too, is they have solar panels on top of them. Most of them. Yeah. Um, so you'll see this vehicle and all Some of a sudden, of you, what? Some of them. Well, you'll see this solar panel sticking out the top and that's how they, I guess, yeah. get their power for everything. So it was sure. just, it was interesting. So yeah. lots um, of the places that you would stop in these, uh, different ranges like the Rainbow Valley place. Yeah, it had hookups for camping and stuff too. So okay, kind of cool. Cool. So that basically like that sort of thing was just a place for us to spend the night, pretty yeah. much. So then we got up the next morning to go to what I guess people would say is is the highlight of that area, which is the Uluru Katachuda National Park, which is broken. All up right, tell me about that. Into two things: Uluru, which is the yeah. big red huge rock. Um, and have you then, heard of it or no? I've heard of it, but I don't. I don't know that I know what it is. So okay. it's a massive, like sandstone rock, um, and it's a sacred site to the um, indigenous people. Um, they believe that it is the resting place of past spirits. So it's okay. It's extremely sacred to them, and we can talk more about some of the things about that. Um, so the national park is actually, it's a pretty big park, but the two main things are the Uluru and then the Katachuda, which is a large group of like domed rock formations, which was pretty cool. It is these massive, like just domed rocks out there and you go and you walk up to them and you kind of hike around them. Um, and everything is like Lee had said earlier, like this red desert sand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So every walk you do, you come back to the car and your bo- your feet, your <laughs> yeah. pants, everything. So our definitely sh- ruined a pair. Three of shoes. pairs of shoes have been ruined because of the- I've washed them and the red sand will yep. not will not come off them. It's just it's crazy. Um, do you want to add to that about about what? What do you want to add? And the red red sand or anything? Um. Well. Yeah. So, are you want to talk about the climb? Or um, no? I thought it was letting you talk about that. Okay. You, why don't you start it? Because you can probably articulate it better. Okay. No doubt. So, like I said, <laughs> Uluru, Uluru is this huge rock, and it is sacred. So That uh, wasn't very good at articulating it. Is it really a rock, or is it like it's a, a sandstone? It's stand, sandstone. sandstone. You said that earlier. Yeah, it's, uh, that, but it's it makes huge. Sense. I mean, it yeah. doesn't look like it's that it's big. Like this, and driving up, you see it in the distance, and you're like, that's it? Really? Yeah. When you get and close. And then you get closer like, and closer, you're like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the the biggest debate with this rock is that people climb up the side of the rock and then hike on top of it. The the people that think it's sacred obviously don't want you doing that. They think right. it's very disrespectful. So there's a whole debate about do you climb it? Do you not climb it? Is it okay morally to climb? You know, different right. things. Sure. And so you get a pamphlet. And of course, you had no no moral compunction about. <laughs> Yeah, you, you were. She did. One of us did. Yeah. yeah. So when you get to the park, though, they, they give you, hold on, give okay. it they give you a pamphlet that gives you some information. And one of the things it says is, please don't climb the rock. It's dangerous. It's hot, blah, blah, blah. Then right next to it says, but if you are going to climb the rock, make sure That's you have proper, proper exactly. shoes, water, yeah. all that. That so, is an invitation. And not only that, but they have rangers that go out and check it. What is like, it, twice a day? No, it's like four times a day. Oh. The ranger climbs the to rock. To make sure the hiking conditions are okay to hike it. And, and they have a sign okay. that tell you if it's open or closed. So, so, enabling. Well, yeah, so basically what they've said is this is a tourist attraction. We love it. And to appease the aboriginals, <laughs> we're going to put, give them a pamphlet and say, please don't. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly right. They also have like a 
a rope chain rope up yeah. the side so for you to actually essentially has. So if all that wasn't enough, yeah. I, I I really wasn't planning on climbing it because I, one I knew Miriam wouldn't. I knew she wouldn't like it uh, that I did, and you know that it's also disrespectful. Uh, but they literally had uh, chain, like chain yeah, yeah, rope uh, posts anchored into the ground, you know, that weren't yeah. budging. And I was just like, what in the world? You got to be kidding me. This is basically your invitation that says, yeah. here, we're trying to make this easier for you to climb. hike up. Please climb. So I, I didn't hike the whole thing uh, because it would it would take a while. Apparently, it takes a few hours. Uh, in you know hindsight, I, I kind of wished I, I would have because they're actually banning it as of October 1st. Uh, so they actually passed a law and they're yeah. going to... There was like a kind of I guarantee of like, they will still have something like special permit, special something. They yeah. they have to, but they're supposedly banning it from all, you know, people climbing it. And I went maybe halfway up and up yeah, like, like was, the side of it. So once yeah. you get to the top, you actually hike around the whole top of it. So he only did like halfway yeah. up the front of the mountain yeah, and the side. Yeah. It was intimidating. I mean, I I I liked it. It it's pretty it sheer, right? Phenomenal views. Yeah, it is. It is. And, uh, you know, obviously I wasn't planning on hiking it, so I wasn't really prepared. So I just had on kind of regular tennis shoes. And, of course, there were some people with, like, flip-flops. I mean, there were some people doing it that, yeah, you could tell they weren't prepared either. And, um, you know, just, yeah. So um, We'll post some pictures of that. Did, yeah. you, did you fall? No, I didn't fall, but really towards the bottom, I got to a point to where I had to stop for a minute because I felt uneasy because my shoes were slipping and sliding. And I'm like, yeah, I'm about to slip on down to the end of this rock. Yeah. You Uh, just rode it down, man, like a big old slide. That's the thing. There's a gap between where the fence thing you hold ends and then where the, it's still pretty steep. And I sat there and watched people and there's this girl, she sat down on her butt for like 20 minutes and didn't budge. Because she was sitting there like, how am I going to get down? Yeah. I mean, we, I was sliding a little bit, but you yeah. had the the, the uh, chain and the pole to kind of hold on to. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you laughing at? You've you've loved to hold on to a pole. <laughs> Again, Just this guy pole, runs Lee. Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But I, it, it was a little uneasy when I got towards the bottom. I thought, okay, this is... You know, as easy as it was for me to go up for a little ways, uh, it got extremely difficult. That's how to, I feel about stairs. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything else on Uluru? No. Uh, yeah. It, but we got to see the sunset on it. And it it's interesting because I heard, I've read all this stuff about how it turns the rock a different color. And it really does. I mean, it just gets like a bright red, almost like a rustic red. And it it's just a beautiful sight to see but what's interesting is there are there's parking lot for it and it just goes on and on and on uh so there's literally people for gosh half a mile like back you know truck to truck or car to car you know yeah um of people just waiting to watch it set and rise the sun on on it and but it was beautiful so of course i'll post a few more of those pictures i've already posted some from the trip but but yeah. All right, cool. What else? Anything and, else? Uh, well, I was just going to go to the last, the Ayers Rock Resort is the last thing I have. Yeah. Do it. Okay. So Ayers Rock Resort is basically the only place there that offers lodging. It's so not that's, basically. It, it is. is. The so that's why we stayed the hour outside of that Curtain Springs because we, we waited too long to book that portion of our lodging. And so when we did the research, it was, oh, Ayers Rock Resort. And they probably have five to six different um, tiers of lodging from like a basic hostel lodging to $500, $600 a night. Hostel? Please tell me you stayed in a hostel. We stayed in a hostel. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> we stayed in a Outback Lodge, which offers regular rooms, but when you wait too long to book, all that's available is a mixed shared dorm room. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So when we show up and check in, you didn't I, actually need seventies porn music for this. Do you I, have any of that? I, <laughs> oh, I I asked the guy. I said, "No, is there any chance you have anything else?" No, we are one hundred percent booked, and we're like, "All right, we'll just we'll just deal with it." So we find our our hostel, which basically is like a concrete prison cell. Is pretty much what it looks like, and, <laughs> and they give you an orange jumpsuit and, we, <laughs> and a stick we, to pick up trash with. We um. <laughs> 
we go in and there's two girls in there or like so oh, our man, roommates we really we really do <laughs> so, need so you finally music. got you finally yes, got Chloe's I, attention yeah I might uh, I might want to go to Australia so I'm kidding I'm kidding we have two female roommates and there it's it's two sets of bunk beds and they said oh well we've taken the bottom bunks so Lee and I are both on a what top the heck? we both had first of all we're both old <laughs> what the heck so we both were on a top Who bunk does that? like yeah I don't. I don't know. I thought apparently people that go to hostels. Yeah, I don't know. We don't go to hostels very often. You I don't did. mean to offend anybody, but we, I, it I is not. Gotten it is not. I, our, I would sleep in my Not car. our cup of tea. Yeah. I did not take any of my clothes off. Like I did not change. Like I. Oh yeah. I thought he was yelling at me there. Um, <laughs> I was like completely covered head to toe. Um, yeah, you didn't take any of your clothes off. <laughs> yeah, um, I felt very. Like the How's mattress the probably bathroom? had. Oh um, yeah, that ba- that mattress. So do not put a black light on that mattress. So the that shared mattress, that the mattress sh- was in rough condition. The shared bathroom is like a huge, like a dorm room bathroom. So yeah, it's like twelve showers and twelve toilets. And so yeah, I didn't shower. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't shower. There's no way I was showering. So I just no. Um, I made sure to stop drinking by like seven o'clock because I was like, I don't want to get up in the middle of the night and climb down from this bunk and have to go to the bathroom. Um. <laughs> It was it was not a great experience for us. And yeah, the first, that one sounds of the miserable. First things they sight, it's hilarious, <laughs> especially people that know us. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it, it was it was uneasy. I mean, it was, it awkward. was. but it, it's like for younger people, it is a party. I mean, they have like a yeah, band it is. That's that, why oh, you don't want a black light on that mattress. Have, <laughs> they have a band, a bar, yeah. a actual restaurant, like a takeout restaurant. They have a thing where you actually. You pay for the meat and vegetables, and then you cook it yourself on a grill. Yeah. Okay. Which I was like, why yeah. would you pay to cook it? I mean, I get it. It's the outback experience. Because there's nothing but, else there. Yeah. And then they why. have a like a communal kitchen. So there were people in there cooking like full-on meals. Yeah. They did have one grocery store, and Miriam and I got a rotisserie chicken and <laughs> took it and ate it while we were driving, <laughs> driving around. Oh, it wow. was like a really good rotisserie chicken, too. But uh, <laughs> so... That it's just you need to book ahead for that, and it has one gas station. Um, it has a few nicer restaurants. I think the whole area does, and it's all like walkable or driving between. So it's it's its own little village they've created, and um, it was it was neat. Except for I, yeah, I, I'm like scarred. I don't want to stay in that situation <laughs> again. It was just not. They also told us, hey, FYI, we have a sunrise tour scheduled for tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what time awesome? does that mean? Well, we have to get picked up at 5. So in the we'll morning? probably be up. Oh, yeah. So they set their alarm for 4, I think, 4.15. And oh, they, they weren't that bad leaving, but they came back. And they, you know, you come back still early in the morning after the sunrises. And it was like they decided to unpack everything in their suitcases. And all you hear is like crunch, crunch, like plastic crumbling and like, uh, at that point, Lee and yeah. I both. We so were, not only did they wake us up when they left, they woke us up when, when they, they came back. back. Yeah, you should have so, gotten up when they left and got right in their beds. <laughs> awesome and kind of yeah, yeah. Yeah, listen, don't act like those sheets were washed before you got in them because they <laughs> were That's not. That's why I stayed fully clothed, head to toe. <laughs> they were not. Um, so yeah, at that point when they came back and were loud, we were like, we're awake, and we packed up and got left because we were like, whatever. Yeah. But um, but it was an experience. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not one that we would want to duplicate, but nope. uh, it it was an experience. Yeah. All right. So, so what else? That's all I've got. Wow. So that's all of uh, that's all of the outback. We did see. Sorry, add this really quick. We said we didn't see any animals. We did see on our five hour drive several kangaroos dead because apparently they actually do cross the road and they get a roadkill. Yeah. I mean, massive oh, kangaroos. You. Ending on a high note. I know. I just <laughs> want to say, so apparently they are out there. We just thankfully didn't run into any, but uh, it was pretty cool All in right. general. Uh, so what I've taken from this is uh, the Australian Outback, not for me. <laughs> uh, it sounds like there's a lot of driving Yes, uh, to see. So there's the, the pattern there is it's all desert. There's nothing drive through a lot of nothing, tiny little town mm-hmm. or village or mm-hmm. just one little gas station, yep. uh, then drive hours through nothing again mm-hmm. and then find another one of those. Yep. Uh, why don't you uh, why don't you give us your final thoughts guys and we'll uh, we'll wrap this thing up. I and I will say this. That sounds horrible. I'm so <laughs> glad I didn't go. <laughs> no offense to anybody from Australia now back. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, too late for that. About five times. Uh, but I, I think you should you mean pair. The bush. Yeah, no, no offense to anybody from the bush, uh, but I think you should pair with uh, New Orleans, and both of you are going to need to get a really uh, good publicist or uh, uh, somebody to to kind of uh, make sure that people want to come there because it oh. sounds like nobody would want to go. There. People want to go there though. Oh, yeah. that's, that's what's crazy. So that rock people, they obviously, so like you, people want to go there. And, and like me, before I, I knew somebody that went there, yeah, I want to go there. See, I didn't want to go. And there, then you though. hear about it and you're like, oh God, this is terrible. Do you want to give your in summary? Since he's just Rambling. trashing it. My in summary was, it's really cool. It's neat to say you've been to the Australian Outback. But second, what you said, it's a lot of driving and yeah. it's a lot of nothingness. And besides my moment of silence I had and peace that I could have done without the nothingness. like <laughs> That five minutes that you were hopeful that Lee had fallen no, off the rock. No, I actually was really <laughs> worried. I really was worried head. he had fallen because I couldn't I, hear him. So, yeah, you know, it's but, not going to mess up my peace, but I'm worried that he's but, falling. I'm not uh, going to check on him because this is so peaceful. It, <laughs> I can find his mutilated body later. <laughs> and the car keys. I wonder if the keys will still be intact. Yeah. I hope he doesn't break them when he lands on them. Gosh. Uh, what about you, Lee? Yeah, so you know this the I'm I'm outdoorsy, you know, from growing up in the mountains. So it's kind of neat to see the differences in this kind of stuff. Uh I I think that you are right. You would not like it at all. Uh I would agree with that, but I think that there are tons of people who this is this, this is, is their exactly what yeah. they love. Yeah. And you know the the ability to just be able to go out and just camp and just leisurely hang out and meet random people and talk to people um you know it it it's great for them. And that is uh I'm like in between on that. Uh, yeah. I don't I Yep. I like parts of it, but I don't like parts of it. So I, I still enjoyed it, and I loved it. And I think the 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 more that I look back on it, I'm going to be so glad that I did it uh, one day. And I think Miriam might too, uh, but she just might not appreciate it as much right now. But I appreciate everything. Yeah, you really do. Yeah, right. All right. Well, uh, cue the music, Ben, and we will. Uh, so, oh, and. We now have music when I say cue the music. People don't know that I used to say that, and they had to go put it in afterwards. <laughs> so fancy. Now we just have music. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. And we pretended to have music before, but yeah. now. You guys pretend a lot. But what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, he makes up stuff. That's so not the same as pretend. What do you hey, why don't you, why don't you end uh, with our uh, motto, and we'll get out of here. Yeah. It's better to go someplace that you hate than to not go anywhere at all. Agree. Sweet. Staying in a hostel. You yeah, hated it, but it yeah. still was good to go. Better to go. Good to, good to experience it. Kind of like New Orleans. Hey, so let me tell you, though. So oh, yeah. we had, uh, uh, we met a few people while we were out there, and they were asking us, oh, how long do you have? You know, because we mentioned in the last podcast how we just don't have enough time, how we yeah. just don't have enough time. And we were talking to these Italians and then some other people, but I specifically remember the Italians. How much time do you have? How much time are you here? And we're like, yeah, like a, you know, 12 days or yeah. whatever it is and uh, 13 days and they're basically like what their jaw dropped yeah they're like you only have 13 days here and i'm like yeah that's like the most i've ever taken uh and, and they're like we have three weeks yeah, yeah. lazy they're, europeans they're, yeah they're like how much time do you get and uh you know i told them i was like yeah we get uh 34 days but that includes everything for us you know and that's actually not bad for most companies here and uh, they were just like, oh, yeah, we get about 40 days, but then we get all these mandatory holidays and this yeah. and that. And six and days don't and, matter. Yeah. 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 They just take off. So, so it was so great. we need to move to Europe. With no job. <laughs> I will move to Italy. <laughs> that you would. I will move to Italy. Okay, guys. Be there soon. We're done. If you're still listening, the answer, the question is why? No. <laughs> the answer is you're welcome. All right. Bye. Sheila. Bye.